Hello everybody and welcome to this next episode or episode three of Creativity in Progress. I am so nervous about this episode. I am so, so nervous and I know I say that quite a lot and obviously as I've said in the past, the more I do this, the less anxious and the less nerve-wracking this whole thing will become but right now it is so terrifying because I want to talk to you today about a subject that is very personal and it's something that I am very anxious to share with you Um, but I think as I always say even if my story can just help one person with their either creative journey or help them gain some confidence to share their own story then this whole thing will be so worth it. Um, This subject or some of the subjects we're going to talk about today are incredibly deep and incredibly personal to me and all I ask is that you are patient with me throughout this episode because it's going to be a tough one I feel. Um, It's interesting because I kind of have a rough idea of the subjects and the things I want to talk about each week however I do kind of decide very much on the day and I make some notes um, whilst I'm on my Sunday dog walk with Charlie um, so I record these episodes on Sunday they go live on Monday um, because I don't want to overthink them and I think a lot of the time I get in my own head a lot and I will have a lot of doubt and I have a lot of anxieties about um, this whole this whole thing so I try not to overthink it and I also try and do the record on a Sunday so I don't overthink the record and I know it's going to go live on Monday so I kind of set myself a goal to get it all sort of like done in one day but I kind of very much decide on um, the subject matter a day or two before but then I kind of finalise it and make notes the morning of this record Um, and again I'm really glad that my brain operates in this way and I think it's a really really good thing because the subjects as I said that I want to talk about today are incredibly personal and I feel like if I gave it more headspace and more thought and more sort of time to it then I would just get really really scared to the point where I would not want to record this so yeah just be patient with me please because (laughs) it is gonna be a little bit of a tricky one um I the subject that I'm going to talk about a lot is loneliness and um also a little bit of comparison but I kind of want to have a separate episode on the podcast or video cast or whatever this thing is um outside of this episode so I I am going to talk a bit about loneliness today and I think it's something that a lot of us creatives definitely feel and we are very much it is very much a part of who we are I think as creators we tend to be quite introverted and we like our own space and we like to do things on our own and art and drawing is definitely my safe space and I know that resonates with a lot of you um but I want to talk and I want to touch on the actual loneliness and the impact of that loneliness um so it's something I actually talk about in therapy for those of you who know me you'll know that I've been in and out of therapy since a very very young, can't speak a very young age um but I've now consistently been in therapy for the last 18 months and it's something that I do not intend on ever giving up because I think it really helps me regulate myself and my own emotions and the way I operate and I'm very very grateful and very glad that I have got the opportunity to be in therapy um 
but I do talk to my therapist a lot about the way I'm feeling obviously and we talk a lot about loneliness so just a little bit of background for you I am a single 30 year old woman who even the word woman just makes me sound I don't know how I feel about that like I always say oh yeah I'm just a girl but technically I guess I am now 30 and I do consider myself well I I, I guess I am considered a woman but that the whole premise baffles me um because I honestly don't feel like I'm accomplished enough to be a woman but what does that even mean that's another tangent I'm sure we can go down another avenue on another sort of day um but yeah I'm a 30 year old single woman who lives alone I obviously have my adorable spaniel Charlie who is very much my best friend in the whole world and I'm very very grateful for his presence and his company all the time um but I have spent the majority of my adult years on my own and I think I'm very much used to my own way of doing things and my own thought patterns and sharing the space just with me and and Charlie and the idea of someone sharing my life with me both is terrifying but also I I I have got to be open and and the idea of it is exciting I guess but because of the things I've been through I do think that the idea of someone being in my life is scary um I have kind of been alone since a very very young age and obviously yeah I've I've got a very close-knit family and things like that but from being at school to being horrendously bullied to being in and out of hospital um on my own I was very very isolated I've always chosen sports and activities that allowed me to be on my own whether it was horse riding or drawing or running or you know gym or anything like that I was never a team player and I was never very good interacting with other people um especially not as a as a young girl in school I was being part of a netball team I was always like the last one to be picked and it was never something that I was very confident in being and as I said horrendously bullied for being epileptic and having a lot of difficulties growing up and sort of being in and out of therapy since a young age so the idea of being alone doesn't scare me and I'm very much used to my own company and I think because of the things I've been through which I'll sort of touch upon in a bit um but I'm still very much working on my sense of self-worth and my sense of self um and that's something that is still incredibly challenging for me um even to put myself out there like this is as I've said so many times this is so scary and so daunting because I am opening myself up for judgment and criticism and everything that I've actively tried to avoid for the last 10 to 15 years um and I think as soon as I lost my kind of innocence as a child I've always been living in a little bit of fear against judgment and um I think the way my I operate with my life is very isolated and it's funny because I'm very very lucky and I've always said I'm very lucky to be able to do the job that I do but I think as I've said previously it's very much because I have kind of forced myself to become good at something just so I don't have to go and entertain anyone else in the workplace or like I I can function very much on my own with like 
life I guess um but in the past few years I have had two or I've been in two incredibly toxic and mentally damaging relationships and this is something I've never spoken about on my social media it's never something that I would have made public knowledge at all I've there would have been times when I didn't post for a month or two but um I've never spoken publicly about why I find it difficult to stay consistent online but I think being into very emotionally abusive relationships was it it has again given me another level of self-doubt and a lack of self-worth um and I think after the last one I kind of was at such a low point in my life that I have just always been very grateful to use my art as a coping mechanism and one thing I will just touch upon quickly that I don't want to make a big deal out of is I think back to the things that I've been through and over the past few years and I kind of think how did I end up in two like surely one was enough but I think there were both very damaging but in completely different ways and sometimes you don't realize how bad something like I didn't realize how bad it was until my friends basically had to make me aware and it took me a long long time to be able to get the strength to get out of it um and I've now been on a bit of a healing journey for the last probably about 13 14 months and again it's still something I very very much struggle with and I definitely use my art as a coping mechanism and even putting myself out there like this is horrendously terrifying because this is something that I've been working towards for over a year in therapy to become strong enough again to be able to tell more of my story um but being in emotionally abusive relationships definitely made me question my whole identity and I'll make no secret of the fact that I've had work done and I have changed my appearance because I felt so self-conscious over the years of the way that I was made to feel whether it's to do with my physical body or the way my face is or with the weather and I and I just want to preface this by saying um I think as a single 30 year old woman who has never kind of had a long-term um adult relationship it's there there will there does become a point where you kind of do start to question are you good enough are you worthy are you all these things and unfortunately that does lead me being in my own head a lot to comparison and seeing a lot of things online with social media and appearances and thinking right I need to do this and I need to do that and I I don't feel good enough and I was made to feel like this was wrong with me and that was wrong with me so I need to change this and I need to change that and I just want to say if any of you relate to this then I'm it's okay because it's 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 something that I think a lot of us do like do struggle with especially in the um era of social media online and again I I know this is a very sort of touchy subject for a lot of us and uh, and I know a lot of people some some of you won't be able to understand and won't be able to relate and I'm that that's okay and I'm it's a really really tough subject and I'm going to try not to get upset about it because it 
really hurts me it really really hurts me to know like what the things that I've kind of experienced that have led me to believe and have these core beliefs and some I my heart when I think about like little me and young Beth and I think you know she was horrendously bullied for having curly hair so I now get my hair permanently I ha- I get my hair sort of like permanently done or the things that I've had done and you know it's never been anything dramatic and it's never been something I can't revert and change back but I think it's just it breaks my heart that we as girls feel like we need to change who we are just because of the way society and social media and other people make us feel and if I could change that I definitely would but unfortunately that is a very that is a some a core belief that I'm still very much trying to work through with therapy um but everything I do and everything I have done is to try and increase my confidence levels and it's just such a shame because as I said we live in a world of comparison which is something I definitely want to talk about more in later episodes but I think as well as that you do and I have definitely developed a lot of toxic work patterns where I will work crazy hours just because I don't know what else to do and it's also led me down different rabbit holes of fitness programs where I've you know had various crazy fitness regimes just to try and look a certain way and just to feel like I would be accepted um because of the way that people have made me feel in the past and again it's it's, it breaks my heart to sit here and say this to you now but I, I just as and as I always say I tell my stories because I I hope that someone else will be able to kind of relate um and couple that with the fact that I know I have to put myself out there publicly on camera a lot of the time for the business and for my work um it's such a cause of anxiety and I can't tell you the the amounts of times when I've completely criticized myself to the point where I can't put myself on camera for months you'll notice that if you if you've watched my youtube there will be huge month gaps where I just won't feel confident and you'll barely ever see me post a reel of myself on Instagram just because of my own confidence levels. It's something that my therapist has taught me and continues to teach me um, recently is about my own anxiety and my own levels of anxiety and how they help me and also how they cripple me in terms of doing things so as I've always said I'm very very lucky and I think a lot of us will understand each other when we say that art is our therapy and and drawing and having that space for us is just so key Um, but sometimes despite changing your appearance and trying to fit in more society and the standard of um just the standard of being I think now that rightly or wrongly I mean again I just want to preface this by saying I know a lot of people won't understand the things I'm saying and that's okay and but I but I think it'd be wrong of me not to talk about things like this I really do even though they are such um taboo subjects um but something as I said my therapist is teaching me at the moment is about the two voices that I have got in my own head um and one of them is my own voice and one of them is my we call it my little anxiety voice and I want to tell you more about it because I think when I realized this and when I began to separate the two voices it made me 
it helped me a lot be be able to function a lot more and a lot better. So I have my own voice, which is the things that I want to do. So say I want to, like my best friend at the moment is traveling in Bali. Uh, Sorry, she's traveling in Australia, but she is going to be in Bali in the summer. And she has said to me, why don't you fly out? Like, it'd be great for us to come, like spend a couple of weeks together, like travel Bali. It'd be amazing um, and all the rest of it. And of course, my immediate thought was absolutely, I I would love to do that. Like, what an opportunity. And then my anxiety voice, which is unfortunately because of my own limiting beliefs and self-doubt and everything like that, that is a very, very strong voice in my own head. And that says, don't be so silly. You can't do that. You can't go and sit on a plane. Like that's terrifying. You're going to be over the other side of the world. What if something goes wrong over here? What if something happens to Charlie? What happens if something happens to your grandma? Like you can't do that. Like what if something like and again you you get what I'm saying that voice is so strong to the point where I don't I listen to it way more than I do my own voice um and I'm so scared of judgment from that voice or from criticism because I think that voice has been developed now from things I've heard in the past from being bullied at school to things that in my um the things that have been said in in those sort of um I'm gonna just gonna call them the toxic relationships the things that my ex-partner said to me lives rent-free in my head a lot of the time and to the point where it's it's actually it's hard now because I know that then I know that I'm a nice person I know that I'm a kind person I know that I'm um I'm a good person I know that inherently because I know that I just yeah I I have to believe that about myself but despite that that voice in my head tells me I'm I'm terrible and it tells me that who's going to listen to this and people are going to judge me and people are going to judge this this subject matter people are going to criticize me um and you can't put this episode out there like the voice in my head right now is saying like you can't put this episode out there because it's going to be it's just going to be too much and you're going to lose people and people won't understand and and all the rest of it but uh, but I have to stay true to myself and as I keep saying and I'm trying to quiet that quiet in that other voice by saying if this episode just helps one person with a, a battle that they're going through where they don't feel good enough or they feel like they're comparing themselves or their work to other people then this will be worth it it really will be worth it um so my anxious voice comes from a place of trying to keep me safe and it's trying to protect me I know that and I kind of have to say like it's okay I hear you and I understand your concerns and it sounds silly because my therapist always tells me to talk to that voice um and I do try sometimes I just say look it's okay I know we're scared I know we're scared and that's okay it's okay to be scared it's okay to not know what's going to happen next and it's okay to feel anxious but I I I trust myself and you've got to trust me now and together we'll be okay we have been okay so far we've managed to get through some horrendous things in the past and we've we've done it and okay they do leave scars and they do leave you know mental um scars and it has left me feeling certain ways and very lost and confused and having a severe sort of like or crippling anxiety on some days but 
those are the days where I pick up my pencils and I shot myself off to the world and that's okay but I think one of the things that you kind of have to realize as well is that in life you kind of have to get used to being uncomfortable and no matter what path you choose in life there is always going to be a pain point there's always going to be a level of pain that comes with your decision so if you want to be an artist and you want to be a creative and you know you have to put yourself out there then you are going to feel uncomfortable for the first few times but and it can be scary and you might think I can't do this and maybe I should go back to my normal job but there was also a level of pain with that normal job which is why you'd be wanting to create and choose a creative path do you see what I'm saying so it's just like you kind of have to choose your level of discomfort your level of pain and just say like the lesser like what do actually I want like quiet in that anxious voice that tells you you know a bad thing's going to happen or something's not going to work out what do you inherently want because there will be a level of discomfort that you have to go through with change and you have to kind of put yourself out there and be open to learn and adapt and you've just got to put put yourself out there I guess and just decide what you and list try and listen to your own voice rather than the voice in your head that tells you you can't do something um but for me and the whole point of this episode is how to cope with that voice and how to cope with the criticism and the the comparison and the judgment and for me creating routines around my life has helped both with loneliness and help me function as a person and as a business owner and just help me become like a well-rounded person and don't get me wrong there are still times as I said where I can't even be on social media I can't look at my emails I can't respond to comments I have to be in the right space and sometimes I have a poor mental health day and I can't function properly and I will shut myself off and the the blessing that I have with art is that it both soothes me and uh, is allows me a form of income so I kind of operate my business not from a point of having extreme goals or extreme things I want to accomplish I'm just grateful that I can do something that calms me down to the point where that this does and it still allows me to help other people and in turn helping other people allows me to live my life and I just think that's so magical um but I think creating the routines just helps so much and I think it's a bit of a um what's the word it's it's a bit opposite as a creative to try and develop routines because I think a lot of creatives tend to be quite free-spirited and just be like oh I'm gonna paint when I feel like painting but I feel like creating structure now don't get me wrong it definitely depends how you operate as a person whether you do well off structure and routine or whether you are and you know you can function a little bit more free-spirited and a bit more loosely and you don't need to have that structure and the routine and I think one of the blessings for me is having a dog that needs routine and having such a hyperactive dog has forced me to have more structure in my life so with Charlie we get up or he gets up at the same time he runs downstairs as soon as I get up um which he kind of forces me to get up as soon as he wakes up 
he has his breakfast he goes out for a wee and then he goes and sits by the front door and waits to go out um, for his walk so that is definitely like getting out and having fresh air for me first thing has become non-negotiable no matter what the weather is doing we're up and out and that allows me some breathing space to process how I'm feeling and process my day and I think one of the the lessons I learned a while back is I don't do well if I sort of roll out of bed and roll into this room and start work I have I need that space um and I feel like that's actually a point because a lot of the time if we were working a nine-to-five job or we're working away you have a commute and that is that commute to work that is your space to think and breathe and wonder you know did what you're going to do with your evening what you're going to do with your day and it's that kind of gap that you can process your thoughts a little bit and I feel like when you work and you live alone and especially if you're like me and I'm in my own head a lot everything can just get like mushed and blurred into one thing and it can be really difficult to kind of separate things so for me I really like to make to-do lists um, priority lists because sometimes a to-do list can be extremely overwhelming you write down all your things and it just looks like a lot um so having a priority list where you're like I need to get these things done today uh, or that thing can wait until tomorrow or next week or next month or that isn't a priority separating the things out is really really key I also have a day that I call my gist day which is j-y-s-t and that's my get your shit together day and that tends to be a little bit on a, um, what I do on a Saturday. So get up, take Charlie out, and then I'll go and do a food shop. Then I'll put fuel in my car, ready for the week ahead. Um, and even, like, I just have set routines. I make sure Charlie's got enough food. I make sure the house is tidy, the washing's done. That is my day to adult and do things that I need to do to get me ahead for the week. And again, it's putting those structures and putting those routines ahead to... Um, allow current me to benefit future me so I don't have to worry about not having enough fuel or I don't have I've got all my meals prepped and I know what I'm eating for each day and it's again it's just decreasing that decision fatigue because I feel like when you are alone a lot you do have to make a lot of decisions on your own and that can be absolutely exhausting from running a business to being a homeowner to being a dog mum and to making the decisions about my house and I'm halfway through renovating at the moment and that's an ongoing project that I've been working on now for two years and just having like lots of like running running a lot of things and spinning a lot of plates you tend to get a bit of like decision um yeah decision fatigue so I feel like just having space to process and, and having a day where you can just get your stuff together and get what you need to do sorted really really helps me regular fresh air is another thing fitness is a massive part of my life obviously I know it's not going to be for everyone but going to the gym um, I'm having trying to keep a healthy balance with going to the gym and having good fitness levels is really really key for me so I tend to I really got into running recently and that's been something that again help allows me to clear my head going to the gym um, I tend to go very much at the same time each day because I see my friends and that's a bit of a social so that's how I kind of combat my own loneliness um, and I try and do things that make you feel happy each day even if it's just one thing even if it's you know getting some fresh air taking your dog for a walk or you know doing a piece of work or starting a new piece whatever makes you happy 
and also trying to just see one positive or one beautiful thing each day and just really just trying to hold on to that one positive thing even if it's you saw a really beautiful flower it can be so so um little bit in the grand scheme of things it's just having that more positive mental attitude to really help you stay on a positive even keel and I think that is definitely definitely key to trying to keep yourself more positive and as I said it it doesn't necessarily work all the time there are still very much days even despite the fact that I've got a very lot of structure and routine I think there becomes a point where I have got too much structure and routine in my life and um, anything outside of that norm tends to give me a bit of anxiety Um, and again that's something I'm definitely working through with if my therapist and that's why we talk a lot about the two voices in my head because it's like what do I want to do and it's like well what's the voice telling me I want that I should do um and the voice can be very very strong again when it comes to work and to run a business and it's almost like a bit of imposter syndrome where it's like who am I to do this who am I to have these conversations who am I to receive such positive kind amazing feedback for these episodes like who am I to talk about these subjects who's going to listen like I'm so scared that people are going to think it's dramatic or people are going to think it's this and it's that and and who am I and those are the sort of things and again it's about creating patterns in place and trying to see the positive in everything which I know is something I talked about last week but for me one of the positive things that I really pride myself on is being a brilliant mum to Charlie and it's something that's so little in the grand scheme of things but I look at him and I'm great so grateful that I'm fit and I'm healthy and I'm capable and he gets a good life I'm with him all the time he gets the best walks he goes swimming pretty much every day he you know he doesn't ask for anything he's under my desk at the moment in his dressing gown after his little bath that he had this morning after he got filthy in a field and he's happy and seeing him content I know that I've done the good like the best I could for him today and that gives me a sense of accomplishment and a sense of purpose because even when life feels like it's it's falling apart and when life and the business and I just can't I can't function like a normal human or a neurotypical human on a day where I have a bad mental health day I know that I've done my best for Charlie and having that in the back of my head just really helps me get through each day and I think I also at this point I want to say that it's okay to feel like you want to quit and to kind of look at things on social media and feel the air of comparison and compare your your work and yourself and the way you present yourself and you whatever it is that you 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 compare that's completely normal um and it's also okay to feel so lost and confused and to kind of jump between ideas a lot of the time and again there's something there's so many things I want to talk about and there's so many things that I'm not going to talk about today I'm going to save for future episodes because it's a lot (laughs) and um and I don't want it I don't want it to be too much for people but I think there's still very much things that I struggle with and there's things that again I really really want to address and want and boundaries and everything like that but a theory I actually learned um a while back or a few a little while back again through therapy is um a thing called Siegel's law 
um, which is basically the, the, the kind of to summarize it a little bit is a man has got one watch and if a man's got one watch he'll be able to tell you the time and if a man's got two watches he'll always be unsure so basically what that means is we live in a society now where we have got so much choice and so many options and we're forever trying to get more content and more ideas and more information before we make a decision and again that comes down very much down to a, a bit of decision fatigue where you sometimes feel completely paralyzed and you're like I don't know where to turn and I don't know what to do and I don't know how this is all going to work out and having too much information you can sometimes flit around and you can jump between ideas and nothing ever sticks and you feel like you you know you might decide to do one thing one day and the next thing you want to do another thing and that's fine but I think the whole point and where this whole like seagull's law comes from is years and years ago we didn't have as much choice as what we do now we didn't have the internet we didn't have the the things and all like the amazing um opportunities at our fingertips it was very much like you got up on a Sunday and you went to church or you you know you you did you had very much like gender roles in the house or there was very we didn't have the opportunity that we do now and which is a blessing and also a curse and I think that the whole point is that if you stick to something long enough and if you really give it your all and you don't flip between ideas which I know is easier said than done because I have flitted between more ideas and within the business and mediums and everything like that that I can possibly tell you but I always come back to coloured pencil and I always come back to doing what I love most and um which is drawing no matter what different avenues life throws at me I always seem to come back to the one thing and I think that if you stay consistent over a long period of time to anything you want and if you really give it your all then I promise you you will see results no matter that's whether to do with drawing or fitness or business or anything you want to do and if you couple this with routine and structure um, like what we discussed and like what we've kind of spoken about then I promise you, you are creating a really, really good foundation for happiness and results and success, whatever success looks like to you. And I really love that law and I really love that whole theory of sometimes we just have too many choices, too many options, and we have too many voices in our head that tell us too many different things. And sometimes you just need to really sit yourself down and go, right, who am I and what do I want? And how is my life going to look and how do I want my life to look and if I could choose anything or if I could choose to be anything or anyone and do whatever I want then what would I actually do and again I think like that is a really tough question to answer a lot of the time but I think if you take the time to really be true to yourself and actually really ask yourself those questions and really dig deep and kind of really ask yourself what do I want at like forgetting all the external noise and all the external comments and voices then just stay true to that and whatever answers you get stay true to those answers and stay true to your passion and your actual like what you want to do because again it's that consistency over time that will really really pay off 
And as I always say, you don't have to have it all figured out. You can have a, a, a goal in mind and you have think, got things that you want to accomplish, but you don't know how you're going to get there yet. And that's okay. You don't have to have all the answers and you don't need to have it all figured out. And you're entitled to change and you're entitled to change your mind. But as long as you stay kind of true to yourself along the way and to not really let anyone knock you or create... Um, create that sort of little anxious voice to become a bit more prominent and learn to try and quieten the external noise then it really really will help you over time and in the long term as well and I know obviously I don't I don't know whether we really touched upon loneliness today I think we did a little bit but obviously it's it is something that can be really dealt with with creating a structural routine a lot of the time um, and loneliness I think as, as creatives and having too much time in your own head can be really really good but also really bad and I'm again I always try to see the positives for everything so I'm very very glad in a way that I've been through what I've been through and even though I'm watching a lot of my friends start to get married and get engaged and have babies and all the rest of it and I sit here with my dog and my business and not really seeing a lot of the outside world a lot of the time that's okay and I have to know that that's okay and my path and your path doesn't need to look like anyone else's this is your journey and this is your life and sometimes things don't work out in the way that we expect them to but as a, a quote and as a phrase that I have told myself time and time and time again is so what if it doesn't work out in the way that you wanted it to because it could work out so much better than you ever thought possible and that's where I want to leave this episode today because it's so so true you don't have to have all the answers you don't need to have it all figured out because it could end up being better than you ever thought possible and everything bad that's ever happened everything every negative scenario every negative thing that's ever happened to you then that has helped craft you into the person you are today and please please don't look at anything like they help form us and make us who we are and of course there's pros and there's cons to every scenario and arguably if I hadn't been through what I've been through over the years then I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now but if I hadn't been through all the things that I've been that I've been through then I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now and I'm very grateful yeah I get to as I said create and have a have a very safe business and life that provides me with an yeah an income that I can live on for to support me and Charlie and I don't know what is going to happen over the next few years I don't know I'm just very lucky and I'm very grateful that I can now share my knowledge of pencils with so many other people and the whole premise behind my whole teaching philosophy is I don't ever go into something thinking about how it could work out over the long term. I don't go in with long term goals, but the whole point and the whole reason why I love teaching so much is because I get to teach so many hundreds of you um, how to draw different skills different creative therapy or a lot of creative therapy different sort of pencil techniques and I always say 
I try and keep my classes accessible and it's super super affordable because I just want to be able to help people and for me that is that is the biggest thing now I'm and I'm just incredibly lucky that I'm now in the position where I can do that and that's the thing that I have to cling on to is keeping hold of my purpose no matter how lonely I feel keeping true to who I am and the person I'm becoming and realizing that what I've been through it's okay and I don't need to dwell on the past too much and all I need to do is be like do you know what that was really shit what I went through and that's okay and I look at the person I am now and I go you're not a bad person you can do this you've got this you're strong you're capable you've got through a lot you've been through a lot and that's okay and you don't know you don't need to have all the answers but you just need to learn that that voice isn't you the voice in your head that's telling you you can't do things that isn't you that isn't what you want so what do you want and what if it works out better than you could ever imagine (sighs) that was a lot that was a lot um I really hope you're still here and I really hope you have been patient with me throughout the episode because that was a lot for me and I'm sure it's a lot for a lot of us and I know I touched upon some pretty touchy subjects there and I'm really scared I can't lie that was that was tough but thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening and for continuing to be so amazing and supportive um and I really hope as I always say if this episode can just help one of you with something you're going through then this whole thing would be so worth it I'm sorry if it's a subject that you can't relate to or that you don't agree with um that's okay everyone's entitled to have their opinion and that's completely normal but yeah I'm just very very grateful to have this space to be able to share my thoughts and my ideas and the things that I've learned with you all so as always thank you so much for being here I really, really appreciate it. I'm sending you all so much love and I will see you next week. Thank you and see you later.